Welcome to Deep Healing with JN, your source for releasing triggers, unblocking energies, and accessing your completely untapped subconscious power. We don't need science to tell us how and why this all works, but we have the data anyways. Create your incredible life through deep healing. All right. Good morning, everyone. Um, today has been an interesting day. I am getting, I was getting my stuff together um, and it was like, no, you can't go live here. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and go live on the page and then I'll share it to the group. I usually go live about 930 every morning. Um, if you could do me a favor and just drop a one if you can hear me. I uh, did not get a chance to test my microphone yet. So if you can hear me, just put a one in the comments. That would be great. All right. So today we're going to talk about the U.S. solar return. And we're going to, let's see here for a second real quick. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the US solar return. A solar return is basically when you're on your birth chart, you go back to the original exact location of the sun. And um, sometimes it's sometimes it's on your birthday and sometimes it's not. So this particular go around is not on the US's actual birthday. And what's so let's get started though, but I'll, I'll show you, share my screen. I'm going to show you what we're looking at here. All right. Look at this one. Okay. Oh, don't need that. Um, all right, so this is the U.S. birth chart. So this is run July 4th, 1776. It's generally um, uh, accepted that this is the time and location, right? Philadelphia, PM, uh, PA. And I, so this is what we call mundane astrology, where we talk about like doing things on a global scale, on a large level. I don't typically do this kind of stuff. I just thought it would be fun today because it's the 4th of July. Um, and so we'll just make some random speculations about what um, energies could be present for the US for the next year, um, but also give you a chance to see what it looks like to dive into an astrology chart uh, when you're working with me. So, Here's the sun and cancer in the eighth house that, but this is, again, this is the original chart, okay? Over here, we have, oh, no, it's this one. <laughs> we have today's chart, well, tomorrow's, okay? Um, so the first thing to note when you're looking at a solar return, well, how you find the solar return is looking at where the sun is and the sun here is at 13 degrees 19 minutes 
And I was able to um, pull up today's actual chart for this and it's at 12 degrees. So I had to go forward one day um, to get to 13 degrees, 19 minutes. The first thing that we look at is where's the ascendant, right? And the ascendant is going to be the flavor for the next year. So Virgo is the flavor for the next year for the United States. And what that means is that that could mean a lot of things, right? Some of that energy could be we're going to be much more diligent about our health care and serving um, people in their health. It could mean that we'll be a lot more regimented. Um, as a population, it could mean that we kind of get some of our stuff together, in a sense, clean house. These are all Virgoian themes. But another another theme of Virgo is bringing uh, like instant manifestation, like creation of something out of what looks like nothing. And um, that's kind of the that's the backdrop of the year basically is, is being able to do some of those themes. And probably because it's, because it's a global, well, a large group, all of those themes will show up in one way or another. Um, so just kind of be aware of that. <sighs> all right. So the other thing is the sun is, in cancer of course but it's in only 11th house and with that is is there's going to be a very public eye public focus on the united states um and there's going to be some really powerful communication that's going on you've got the you've got um mercury right next to the sun and in the 11th house, there's going to be a lot of communication surrounding a lot of this, um, being in the public eye, understanding what the tribe is, what you're, what you're looking to do, who you're surrounding ourselves with. And, um, this is interesting too, because Pluto in the next year is, We've already done this once, right? We crossed into Aquarius, then it went retrograde back into Capricorn and then back into Aquarius. And what this um, has to do with the 11th house is that Aquarius and the 11th house are very similar in their energies. And Aquarius is about serving the entire population. And Pluto is about making massive changes. So we'll be making massive changes when it comes to technology and um, when it comes to serving the masses. But it's, it's when you work with Pluto, when Pluto's doing things, it's, gone, it's going to be massive transformation and there's a lot of soul searching. So the sun here in the 11th house is kind of nodding to the fact that it's time to really step into that, right? And the other interesting thing here is that this is happening in the fifth house, which has a similar energy to the sun, which means all of this is going to have some sort of pleasing um, nature. And 
will find the joy in serving the population, in serving the people and communicating that. You can use that. <laughs> All right, so then we've got the moon is also in Aquarius, but it's in the sixth house. So the moon in Aquarius, I have trouble with, I think a lot of people do because it's, um, Aquarius is a very intellectual sign and it's also like, like the kind of intelligence where you're like, that person is like scary smart. That person is a genius. But when it comes to the moon, the moon deals with emotions and the subconscious. Um, so I imagine that we will be bringing in emotions. It's possible we would bring in emotions out of nowhere, essentially. Um, the subconscious mind will have a massive transformation. And, um, and that's actually really supportive of what's going on with Pluto in Aquarius, because if we don't, if we don't work with our emotions and our mind and the juxtaposition between the two, then whatever technology is coming can't really um, be understood properly and we can't use it properly. If we don't integrate the mind and the emotions, then we can't use this new technology that we're, we're going to be receiving in a powerful way to serve everyone. It'll end up being misunderstood. It'll end up being misused and it'll end up being um, abused right? Or it would just won't even be in existence and we could be missing out on something that would make people's lives even greater. And um, this is kind of echoed by the moon being in the sixth house. The sixth house is very regimented. It's very structured. It's very much about being, um, doing things in the right order, in the right way, propriety, being very proper, so it kind of speaks to me as if we don't find a way to really dive into understanding our subconscious mind, understanding our emotions, then we really, as a population, won't gain the benefits of whatever transformation Pluto's working on um, in the next year. And um, I mean, that's why I do this work, right? Like my whole thing is I want to help people with their integrating their mind and their emotions and really understanding like what do I even what gifts do I even have what um what things do I even have and so this is a really supportive sign for the moon to be in for the next year um and being able to dive into that um the more we dive into that the more we're going to be able to really know who we are all right, so that's the big three, ascendant, the sun, and the moon. I want to just touch on this right here. We have Venus kind of conjunct, kind of mostly conjunct uh, Mars in the 12th house. Mars in the 12th house, I've heard that it's like this. How do I say this? Being able to fully understand how thin the veil is between our conscious and our subconscious mind can only be 
um, resolved by fear, right? So if we are able to resolve our fears, then we can tap into the gifts that are in the subconscious mind. And Mars very acutely shows us how we can do that. And the beautiful thing is, is Mars is right next to Venus. And having Mars being supported by Venus in this work of clearing out any subconscious fears um, is wonderful because it's it's a it's a marriage of the masculine and feminine when we're talking about diving into the subconscious mind. This is a really great year for diving into the subconscious. And this is all happening in Leo. So it's kind of very about the ego and releasing the um, the wounds that the ego is protecting. It's not about fighting the ego. It's about releasing the original subconscious wounds that the, the ego is protecting. So that way, the that person and what we're doing here overall can really shine. What we can do is... Um, keep doing this work, right? Because this energy affects all of us, right? No matter who you are, it affects you. And the reason that this is important is it's a backdrop for the energies that are coming on a population scale. A lot of people go, well, I'm not seeing X or Y in my backyard or on the street. So it doesn't exist. Well, it's true. It does exist. If it's like at a population scale, it still exists and you still have a piece of that energy affecting you. Um, and then on the other hand, right, we have a lot of people going, oh, what I see doesn't matter because what I know is that things are, are affecting me on a population scale, right? Let's not get too far into that, right? Because if you kind of go, um, you get like way too far into being afraid of the population level things, then you're not going to live your personal life very um, authentically. You're going to try to compensate for the population level things that you can't even control. So you've got to have a balance. Of, that's why we have our subconscious mind and our total consciousness to integrate the balance between really being understood, um, really understanding like what's going on in our lives on a day-to-day -day basis and really understanding what's going on in the world and integrating together how that impacts us and how that fits in with our life mission. Um, okay, I'm just gonna quickly check if there are any questions. All right, so let's look at the next thing here. Um, we have, so it's definitely a big year of diving into the subconscious mind and doing it in a very intellectually structured way. So that way we can bring out these incredible um, transforming technologies that will push us into the next thing. All right, so the, the last thing I wanna bring up here is the, um, 
north node and the north node look at this is right let's see as it moved into now it's right at zero degrees Taurus um okay so this is super interesting to me because um Aries a lot of okay so a lot of us who are um if you were born like 1986 to 1987, then you have an Aries North node. So a lot of people will be having their Aries return um, in the millennials, right? But this is super interesting to me because on a global scale, we've been working through for about the last 18 months, we've been working through um, Taurus when it comes to the North Node. And so these are like a year and a half of like, this is what the global population is going to be looking at. Um, and it was in, it's been in Taurus for a long time. Um, and the other side of that is Scorpio, right? So you have a North Node, then you also have a South Node. Well, what that kind of represented is secrets coming to light, um, the unknown coming to truth, and bringing in very real tangible results from the um from the unknown okay now we're moving into aries we're moving this like cultural focus into aries and just before we do that the the u.s has their solar return right so this is really interesting to me because zero degrees is well, zero degrees is usually a level of like, um, like pure innocence and pure understanding with the North node. It's actually the end of the sign because the North node always moves backwards. Well, um, then in that lit situation, then we're looking at a level of mastery. We've come, we have spent all this time in Taurus, like really focusing in on, um, what do these things mean to us? And now we're, the U.S. is like, okay, we have mastered this tourist piece here. So for the next year, the backdrop is really believing in that mastery, really coming into that light. And it's literally just in an eighth house, which is tricky. <laughs> it's tricky because this is where massive transformation is. So we're looking at huge transformations in the way that we view things like money and beauty and love and finances. Um, and we're just about to pop into Aries, which is about being a little bit selfish. So, uh, yeah, that might be interesting. And there's a lot more to say about this, but I think that is pretty much all the things I wanted to highlight when I, um, had this inspiration to come on here and show you what's going on. So if you enjoyed this, thank you very much for watching. Um, uh, if you enjoyed this, make sure I'd go live every day, in, Monday through Friday, in the last self-care group you'll ever need. Um, so please pop into that uh, page and uh, on Facebook, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening to Deep Healing with Jan. I hope this was a shining bright spot in your week. If it was, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. 
Also remember to join us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Join our supportive Facebook community as well. All the links are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you next week.